We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we're live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I am your host once again, Chris Kirkwood. Um, Kirk Dees here with uh, my boys, Brett Hartfield, Killer B2482, and uh, uh, some other schmuck, uh, JSU Rab, John Surabian. Um, and I say that because I think he had a pretty bad week last week. So how's it going, fellas? I'm doing all right. Uh, we, we got in a little heated debate about a little Kyrie Irvin uh, before the show. So um, Chris, Chris is, uh, you know, bringing the anger, hopefully. Uh, this, this yeah, well, I totally guys. disagree with his Kyrie Irvin take, but we're not even going to talk about that. How, how was the king of the beach, John? <laughs> oh, you weren't there. Oh, oh, sorry. You know what? You know why you don't deserve it. You won enough, okay? Like you don't deserve it. Kid was the guy. He was complaining that he didn't. He wasn't at the King of the Beach because he would have won that too. I really felt that. That's not what I said. Well, maybe I did say that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, whatever. Okay. So tell the people about your week. That's what everyone wants to hear. You you shipped it big again. Um, Go go. How many lineups? Yeah. So I made. it was seven. I had seven lineups made on DK. Um, was that because like lucky number seven? Are you like uh, superstitious or anything? Actually, so um, yes, <laughs> yes. <actually. laughs> um, Good. Somebody else is like me out there. Nice. <laughs> no, uh, seriously. Um, last year when uh, I went to the draft live final, I shipped the wildcat and I had seven lineups in there. Science. I swear to God, it's just like a, I don't make seven lineups exactly every week. Every week it changes. It's, but when you do, you win a couple hundred – you win at least but, 100K. Yeah, I'm feeling like I should just make seven lineups every week because it's worked out the two times I've done it. So. All right, so um, break it down quickly. Yeah, I'll just uh, break it down. So real quick, I – pretty much faded Spencer Ware in two of the seven lineups. Um, I pretty much matched the field. Um, and those two lineups happened to be my best two lineups. Um, I pretty much in the best lineup I had, I stacked Jameis with Humphreys and Godwin. Um, and then I, I pretty much, as opposed to going cheap at running back, went high price. I told you guys about Todd Gurley last week on the pod. I felt like, he was going to be a little overlooked. Um, McCaffrey was an obvious play. I had him in there. And then I had Philip Lindsay, who, you know, was just way too cheap for his price. 
And then I brought it back with some Broncos D and um, uh, Corey Davis. Oh, you didn't even have you didn't even have Kelsey. No, I didn't have Kelsey. Um, I had Eric Ebron. Um, Corey Davis was the guy I had. The the only guy I had left for the four o'clock games, and that was the worst. It was the worst sweat I've ever had. So apparently, I was in first for a while. I had no idea. Um, I think my cousin told me this after the fact because he was like following it or whatever. You have your cousins uh, sweating your lineups for you. Yeah. And, uh, but like, I didn't even know, um, that I was in first, like, like ever, but apparently I was in first for a while and it was, you know, like, because no one had Corey Davis near me, but then Travis Kelsey, you know, like once he got past like that 30 mark, you know, 35 mark, whatever it was. Uh, I think one guy got by me. And then when Spencer Ware cut, uh, got that fourth and one touchdown, um, it got a few people ahead of me. And then Corey Davis ended up scoring late and then ended up tying for second. Dude, Spencer Ware ran good to – Spencer Ware ran good to get, like, people value from that So, play. So I was right there with you. I made three lineups – I only scored 192 in my highest. I had the Jameis Hump Godwin stack. I just loved that stack. I had only 192, by the way. That's, Bron- was, I had, that's a sick week with how low the. Well, I didn't was. enter it in yeah. the, uh, the stupid. I don't even want to get into it. I oh. made some stupid mistakes because I decided to max out through the 10. So I didn't three, freaking throw it in the 333 Wildcat, which would have got me like 10K or whatever. But I had Kelsey with that. I, I had uh, McCaffrey. Um, I had Aaron Jones, who was so tilting, and I was so glad when McCarthy got fired. Um, and I, the problem was is I ate the, I had the Broncos D, which was nice. I ate the chalk Spencer Ware. If I just went up to Lindsay and I had Galladay, if I just moved down with Galladay, because it didn't really matter what you did at wide receiver. Everyone was crap, the main, most of it. And, uh, and if I just got Lindsay in there, man, I would have been off. Yeah, it was all about uh, getting exposure to the Tampa Bay wide receivers, uh, felt like, last week. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I had decent exposure to Philip Lindsay, and I kind of got off that and bought more of the Aaron Jones. Like, I was kind of off with Aaron Jones until Sunday morning. And then Me I too. I was off Aaron Jones till like, Saturday. It's when I came around, and I was like, uh, I'm finally – I remember I was even texting with you. I was, like, talking Yahoo. I was like, Aaron Jones is going to be popular. And uh, – I, that's, yeah, I'm pretty sure you were the lowest on Aaron Jones when we did the I, I was all about David Johnson as the pivot right. in that game. Right. And then yeah, I just – Lindsay was – You listen to enough touts. If you listen to enough tout shows, by the end of – by like Friday, the end of Friday, Saturday, you're like, Aaron Jones, baby, Aaron Jones. You know, it's like – Philip Lindsay made sense because of his big playability and then uh, Cincinnati giving up big plays on the ground. Like, it just made sense. No, he was an awesome play. It was, the only thing was there was your, uh, your um, touch, you know, you know, the fact that he was sharing touches. So sure. um, the snap counts may have been a little off for you, Brett, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I smashed Yahoo, so I had a really good week for me. Um, and speaking of Yahoo, I noticed that uh, somebody on here is in first place of the – whatever their free roll is that they do. Yeah, it's called pick, the Yahoo Cup. Yeah, you pick a lineup every single week. I remember checking there, and I think I recognized uh, Killaby2482 standing at the top with saying that he's uh, due $50,000 as of today. 
Yeah. So like if people aren't like familiar with Yahoo, all they have like these, it's like a season long DFS for each sport. Um, and each week they do it for each sport. Um, and the NFL version, it's a, so 150,000, uh, uh, like total. Um, but then 50,000 a first. And I didn't realize like I had a shot until a few weeks ago. Um, but I had a monster week this past week in Yahoo. And now I am sitting on top of the hill, baby. Uh, so there's four weeks left. Still very, you know, uh, not likely that I take this thing down. But being in first by, I don't know, five or six points uh, feels pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah good, good luck, man. I'll be, that's sick. I'll be sweating it. I'll be peeking. Um, yeah, and the crazy part, too, I think, is just the amount of people that are in it. It's like 400 and – it's over 450,000 people. Uh, most of them are obviously – uh, season-long players. I think they promote they promote the, the Yahoo Cup uh, on their season-long. So I'm sure like 95 to 99% are basically season-long just drawing dead. And uh, shout-out to Yahoo for allowing me to have Jalen Samuel at tight end uh, this weekend yeah. for championship week. Uh, I was pretty happy with that. Um, all right, so good luck to you. Um, be another huge score for the pod here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all right, um, we've got a – Week 14, 13 games here. Things are getting a little bit crazy. It's getting a little bit more difficult, I think, uh, some of these lineup builds. I mean, hopefully we'll avoid the whole Spencer Ware situation. Although, like, people are popping up on injury report. Have you seen the Colts injury report? Like, nobody's practiced in two days, it seems like. Yeah, very limited practice with, like, most of their players, so – um, but anyways, uh, so hopefully we avoid some massive chalky situation, but I think it's kind of a wide open slate, to be honest. Um, how do you guys, uh, what do you guys think about this right off the bat? Yeah. In comparison to last week, last week you had, I mean, so many chalky plays like cash games almost somewhat built themselves. And it was like one of those weeks where I just kind of like looked in my heads up in 50 fifties to see who was making mistakes last week. Cause I felt like there were there's only a few real decisions uh, to be made in cash games. So on a week like that, it's, I, you know, tough to play tournaments for me because I have such a cash game mentality. Um, but this week, I don't feel like there's too many chalk plays, which is awesome. So uh, I'm, I, I feel like on the main slides, um, I know, John, you said you like to make seven lineups. I usually just keep building until, like, I don't feel good about my lineups anymore. So um, I really like a lot of game stacks this week, So which – haven't been hitting for me lately, but uh, there's there's definite games that I want to have exposure to. Listen, it's just a lucky number seven, right? It's not an every week thing, you know. I, I, dude, I get I it. I do the, I get I, it. I, I have I have I have lucky shirts. I have a red shirt yeah. that I put I put it on on some, like it depends like when I need to go for like when it gets when it gets serious I put it on like it's gonna get serious. Put well, on your Batman underwear too. It, yeah, Celtics. You know, I got problem, my Celtics, Celtics gear on, you know. The problem is I ruined my underwear. My underwear just doesn't last very long. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's always some sort of accident. TMI, baby. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, no, back to the slate. Um, <laughs> you know, right off the bat, I just there's so many games, you know, we're at the point back, in this, back to the season where – you know, there's 13 games now. There's tons of options, a lot of good players. Um, you know, we don't get Todd Gurley on the main slate. You know, there's a few guys missing. But for the most part, we get like a, a good a, a good group of running backs, which will kind of spread out the ownership a little bit. 
um, on the we've got we've got the um, chalk, the chalky value guys who are also have some risk associated with them for sure. So which can't make them that chalky. We also have to worry about teams laying laying down at this point in the season, like that are that are pretty much eliminated from the playoff pictures. Like you saw, like Jacksonville just laid an egg in Tennessee tonight. Completely, like we can all like see that they've actually you know rolled over. Um, yeah, I mean, so those those are worries too. So I think it's like completely wide open. Yeah, well, I feel like so we got new injury news too. My bad. Um, like for kind of big injury news with some of these teams. Landon Collins out for the Giants. That's that's big for their defense. He's like their best defender. Yeah, but um, they're playing Mark Sanchez. Yeah, I'm just saying. And then you've got Chris Harris, uh, best cornerback on the Broncos, out. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders just done for the year terrible yeah that was that was uh, terrible stings for that guy but I mean that opens up value um whether you want to play uh Hamilton or um you know Cortland Sutton who's obviously probably you know their best option there right now but you know there's choices to be made so it, sh- it should be an interesting slate there's a lot of ways to go all right, should we start it off by, like, our favorite games, or should we talk about overview position from position and then get into our favorite games? Yeah, let's do that. Do the, so, like, so let's talk about quarterback. Let's lead the, lead the way here. So we're going to have probably Mahomes is going to be the, the chalkiest, but it's a tough matchup for sure against Baltimore. He did look – I mean, he, obviously they crushed the, the Raiders, and he, he looked awesome, but he did miss a lot of throws in that game and um, wasn't as smooth sailing as it could have been for sure. And I know that the Tyreek owners out there are upset um, because he kind of missed him on some big plays, but to me, it's all about karma. I think uh, with, uh, I I couldn't play Ty freak last, last week after, after the whole Kareem hunt stuff. I just couldn't, I I don't know. I, he wasn't going to feel good winning with Ty Ty freak domestic violence. Do you guys agree with that or no? Like that's, that's like a lucky number. So I just avoided him. I mean, I, I I think I I had him in one lot like in a Pat Mahomes stack lineup, but I mean, I, I read about I that. Agree, I read, and I don't agree with you know what his off the field antics in yeah, the past. Off the field antics. Did you know what he did? What he did was oh horrendous. no, it's terrible. I read. I I tweeted an article. You sent, you sent me the article. Yeah. You, yeah, you sent me the art. Me and Brett the article, and I read it. God, the crazy part. Forever to read. It took me like an hour and a half. I know. I, I, I didn't make it through the whole thing, but I picked up the, the important parts. I, I bet you, like, it wasn't even that big of a deal, like, at that time, uh, because it was like choking you know, out your pregnant girlfriend and hitting her in the stomach because he was in college at the time. Yeah, I mean, he uh, wasn't like, a superstar at that point. Like, exactly. So, like, after the whole Kareem Hunt gets exposed, like, then, like, you know, that story got exposed a lot more. Into well, that's that, why he dropped down that. in the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But I, that's not something I was aware, even like aware of. Um, I remember it, but yeah, I, I guess I didn't like know of like the whole, uh, like, yeah, the article that you sent was pretty ridiculous. Sorry, we went off. Uh, no, we'll we'll do a right. pol- politics um, for another day, but you can finish it up, JSU. We're getting, no, I'm, I'm done talking about Tyreek yeah. Hill. What he uh, did is terrible. I don't even want to, let's not even talk about that anymore. I want to talk about Todd Gurley, that scumbag, that <laughs> guy who literally, the, the game is not over. What are you doing running across instead of crossing the end zone? What are you doing? You're at the one-yard line. You're running 
like what is going on? And then you fall down. The game is not over. You still have, you're down seven points. Seven. You're you still up seven need points. to score. Or, I'm sorry, you're up seven. And you still need to score. So it's a two possession game. You can fumble. All these things can happen. The other team still had two timeouts. What were you thinking? There was still the two minute war. Made no sense. It made no sense. The guy is an idiot. He wasn't thinking right. I, I'm sorry. It was, it was not a smart football play. The first time he did it, it was a smart football play because the game was over when he All right, did why, it. Why are we That's talking about this? Time you do that. Because it was dumb. Jess, <laughs> you had a little scheme that he let out. All right, good. You got it he out? a little anger in his heart. You yes. good? You good? You good, my man? All right. <laughs> so now let's talk quarterbacks. Before I took us down this long road, we were at Mahomes. Uh, he's probably going to be the chalkiest. We got Drew Brees, and that's probably the game of the week with uh, famous Jameis, but there's some little uh, weather issues there. Uh, Phillip Rivers against a horrible Cincy um, defense, and he's just – he's setting – efficiency records like Philip Rivers just being super efficient with his throws. Um, and then uh, you got Ben Roethlisberger maybe, and then we got the Aaron Rodgers narrative. Then we got Lamar Jackson, who's certainly can run against this uh, KC defense. That that KC defense just looked horrendous last week, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, we got Jameis, we've got Cam, we've got Deshaun. We've, like, this is like the most wide open spot I've ever seen on any week. Yeah, I, I don't think that like when you said chalk, I don't think any quarterback's truly going to be chalk. No, he won't be. The, he'll be the highest owned. Is what maybe maybe the highest owned might be like 13 percent. No, I'm thinking like fifteen to twenty percent somewhere in there. I don't think. I don't know. I don't even know if it's that high. Because it's super spread out. I think when you said Patrick Mahomes is going to be the chalk, I I kind of thought like maybe there was going to be uh, another guy up there. So like, what were you I, thinking? I mean, I, I would have to, like, bunch these together, too. Like, Jameis, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, like, for $1,000 cheaper, I think are going to be more chalkier than Mahomes. But could be wrong. I think, I think Roethlisberger is going to be more than him, too. Sure. Without the running back, obviously, no Connor yeah. this week. And then you um, get Aaron Rodgers against Atlanta for 6 k with this, the firing of the coach. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a great I game. Wanna hear, I want to hear you guys' take on that because he's a guy who – I, I seem to just love this week. I feel like it's it's going to be one of those spots where he just wants to, like – Be in the spotlight for a game. Yes, yeah, and he just wants to show – They fired the coach, Aaron Rodgers, they let him loose. Yep, yep, exactly. I, I, I don't know. It feels like the right spot to play some Aaron Rodgers. Are you guys on him or – I don't sure. want to be. Like, I hate the guy, but, like, I feel like you're, you're right. I feel like it's the spot. But then I'm, like, torn with Aaron Jones. Like, or is right. this going to be like the finally unleash Aaron Jones? But, but really, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers calling the plays. And that's another thing that worries me is that Philbin is horrendous. This isn't like a good coach stepping in. He screwed up Miami's offense for forever. Um, so, but I think is what ultimately is going to happen is it's going to be Aaron Rodgers calling his own plays. And if that's the yeah, case, th- the way that it's going to be him and Devontae. I really think both are uh, very, uh, like, great tournament plays. Like, if you want to do an Aaron Jones uh, with and then bring it back with Atlanta passing or even just going uh, passing for both, uh, th- there's a lot of different ways to go in this game. Obviously, one of my favorite game stacks. Um, wish this game was in Atlanta instead of Green Bay. But, um, 
you know, like that's, that's obviously something that we're going to want to pay attention to is just make sure weather is, is clean in Green Bay for this game. But if it is, like, I, I want to stack a lot of this. And I think Aaron Jones and Rodgers are both available or both viable. By the way, last weekend uh, on Sunday was both of their birthdays. Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. Yeah, no, both I know. Both had birthday narratives. Like, so if you think like they were going to both go off, like, I mean, geez, how do they not go off on their birthdays? Because it's not NBA. Yeah. But, um, all right. So any other, so like, like let's th- keep diving in here. Like, how do we feel about Drew Brees? Uh, not as, not as like high on Drew Brees this week. Um, it feels like these uh, Saints um, Tampa Bay games, they go off in New Orleans and they don't, uh, they're not as high scoring in Tampa. Um, so I'm, I'm not as interested uh, in that game uh, as probably the field's going to be. I mean, I know it's the highest over under for the slate. So uh, there's going to be plenty of ownership there, um, but not in general, but I do like the cheap wide receivers there. So I'm going to want exposure to Gonwood again this week. Um, Kill a but- What's that? Killer Keith Kirkwood. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, was, uh, I, I would like Godwin, Traquan. but Traquan Smith. Because yeah. Traquan's hurt people the last few weeks, I think since Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving he had one target, and then he was out last week. Uh, so his price has kind of just gone down, been in the middle. And I wouldn't mind getting exposure there. But not, not totally in love with uh, stacking this game up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you with the Traquan. Um, I, I think that Drew Brees is a uh, better play than, than, than you, though. Um, just, just to me, right off the bat, it, Tampa Bay, their defense isn't good. Um, New Orleans is coming off their worst game of the year by far. Drew Brees is coming off his worst performance by far. Um, this is just – he's in the car of these guys up. It, it, to it's- me, this is – it's what's going to happen. I, I, I like Drew Brees this week. It's Kamara time. Yeah, that, that's fine. That I'm, I'm, I'm there with – I mean, I guess this game does make a lot of sense because I do like Kamara. I like Traquan. I just – I don't I don't know. If this game was in New Orleans, I would love it so much more. So the total in this game opened at – I think it was like 58. It dropped down to like 56 or 55 and then went at back 55. up to like – it's at 55 now. Yeah. Is that where it is now? So mm-hmm. it's dropped three points um, since it opened. Um, so that's just, you know, people are, you know, I, I don't know if uh, everyone is as high on this game as you might think. That Packer-Falcon game's gone up two and a half points. So that's the biggest surge up and the biggest surge down would be the uh, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Yeah. I'm high in this game, man. I'm high in the Tampa Bay game every week. Jameis looks pretty good for being Jameis. Um, he did almost throw a pick. That's something uh, that we could talk about. Uh, last week, uh, Tampa Bay's uh, over-under really went down on, like, Saturday and Sunday. I think they lost, like, maybe four points in that game. So a lot of people got off of Jameis and Cash. Uh, not this it, guy. Yeah, I, I stuck with Jameis quite a bit in Cash. Um, I mean, obviously, I was pretty worried once I started seeing the over-under drops so drastically, but – um, I kept with that exposure, and, and luckily the game still kind of came through uh, the way we thought it would. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't care if when game lines drop. 
Um, but I was, I mean, I had definitely heard about it and I heard about the weather, but I just kind of ignored that too. Um, but I, I, I mean, I, I'm full throttle with this game. We'll get into it, but I guess, uh, running back position, we didn't really talk about, you know, let's just talk about the two, uh, Jalen Samuels and Jeff Wilson, right? They're going to, they're going to be, they're going to get some ownership this week. Um, they're dirt cheap, 3,800 for Wilson, 3,700 for Samuels. What are your guys' thoughts with these guys for tournaments? Jesse, why don't you go ahead? Yeah, um, so Wilson Jr., I, I watched that whole game, and he just – he looked really good. Um, also, the San Francisco uh, offensive line is one of the best offensive lines in the league. They have – I think the best running scheme, like they just like they're set up to run the ball. Teams know what they're doing and they're still just, you know, executing and they're just, they're really good at it. So I, I think he is, is a, is a good play. Um, I like him a lot. They are at home, San Francisco. Um, he's going to, you know, obviously is, as long as he doesn't get injured, I think he's going to play the majority of the snaps. I think they want to see what this kid can do, you know, as a featured guy. He was actually playing a lot before Breida even got hurt, too. That was the other thing. They were giving him run uh, uh, last week, even when Breida was healthy. They were kind of – he was in the game for, I think, one or two series in a row, and then uh, got he got kind of hurt a little bit, and Breida came in, and then Breida ended up getting hurt, and he came back in the game. But he was looking really good when he was in the game. So – I I like him. I like him this week. Obviously his price is, is cheap. And then you've got, you know, Jalen Samuels who they say they're going to split carries with um, Ridley. Ridley. I don't know. When was the last time Pittsburgh has split carries with a running back? Um, I feel like this is one of those things where if he's off to a hot start, they're going to lean more towards him. Maybe it's 60 or 70% as opposed to 50-50, if Ridley gets, you know, off to a hot start, maybe they give him the lead. So it's definitely a gamble. Um, but at 3,700, the way they use the back in Pittsburgh um, against okay. Oakland, it's, it's, it's tough not to look at. I got news for you. With the way that he works out of the, the catching passes, it's not a gamble at 3,700. It's like extra upside is what we're gambling on, in my opinion, with the way that they, they use the uh, running back, like you said, in Pittsburgh and in the passing game involvement. Um, and he's the clear passing game guy between the two of them. So I think this is he's an awesome play this week. So the one thing that I will say is Antonio Brown has gotten 13 targets in the last three games. And one thing that I do worry about, I think Ben is just – literally kind of abandoning um, some of what they've been doing and just trying to force the ball to AB. Um, even when it's not there sometimes, he'll look to him as opposed to dumping off to the running back. That's something like I've been watching for the last couple weeks. And then if you've noticed, Connor's production has gone down the last couple weeks. Um, and I think that that w- that's one of the reasons. His last two games, he's only had four targets out of the backfield. So not saying that like, you know, they're totally just dismissing him, but um, you know, the past three games, Antonio Brown's had 13 targets. Uh, Connor had nine, one game, then four and four, the last two. So 
you know, I, I, I hope that they would look there, but I'm just saying, like, I think with this guy in the game, I think even more Ben's going to look to guys that he trusts more. Still, I like Samuels, but I don't think it's a, a, a 100%, you know, sure thing like you do, Chris. I didn't say 100% sure thing. Or whatever. It, it, I, but, I, I think he's an awesome play. Um, okay. Now, oh. I, I do worry more about Wilson, to be honest with you. But I do like his – I just don't see – I mean, the, the 49ers are not going to be able to run against Denver. Denver yeah, I mean, the, all- way, the way I would compare the two is just you have Jeffrey Wilson uh, undrafted, Jalen Samuels uh, drafted. He's Jalen Samuels also is kind of just he's, – he's got way better measurables. Like anytime like a rookie steps into a role, I mean, the first thing I do is kind of just look out look at what type of guy he was in college playerprofiler.com yeah so jalen samuels really you know his workout metrics look a lot better but i mean the downside there is obviously uh possible timeshare whereas jeffrey wilson i mean it should be mostly him we'll have to see uh if san fran activates uh alfred morris this week which i'm assuming they do but if they don't activate Alfred Morris, I think Jeffrey Wilson becomes the play because... Oh, no. He's an even worse play. Morris is going to have no success. Sorry, this is my um, this yeah. is just my one disagreement, and I'm probably wrong, but this is my thoughts on it anyway. Yeah. Nobody's running on Denver. Three and a half yards per carry over the last week, um, six weeks. Haven't allowed a single touchdown any of those games. They've faced Mixon, Connor, Melvin Gordon, Lamar Miller, Kareem Hunt, and, and David Johnson. Um, now, yes, he's going to get the passing work, right? Like, and that's, that's, that'll be there for him. I think regardless in this game, I just don't think, I just don't see them having any success rushing the ball. And then I look at like the other thing you got, you've got, um, Samuel, who's at least going to have the opportunity to be the number one rushing running back. He's starting, right? He's going to be the starting running back for a team. That's a 12 point favorite against the Oakland Raiders. You know what I mean? Like, so there's just touchdown equity there. Like, whether he realizes it or not, it's that's up in the air, but, like, it's there for him. So one other guy that I just want to throw out there, since we're at this price point, is, yep. uh, is what's his name? Justin Jackson uh, for the Chargers. So Anthony, Anthony Lynn, the head coach, um, basically his presser a couple of days ago just said uh, that Austin Eckler is kind of, like, just worn down and to expect to see Justin Jackson uh, get more work. Um, but then he also did say uh, that this uh, Detrez um, guy who's like the third string running back uh, will also see some work. So uh, that's a spot where their two touchdown favorites at the same price point, 3,800, um, I think could be pretty sneaky. I think he's a good play too. I agree. He looked, I mean, he looks really good. Right. Yeah, I mean, he, he had, uh, what, eight carries last week, uh, got in the zone. Uh, and I know you were all happy about that, Kirkwood, because uh, we I was were, I was fading uh, Eckler. Yeah, we were fading Eckler last week, and I was so surprised how, how highly popular Eckler was across the industry. Um, the only reason why I liked Eckler was his pass-catching abilities. I didn't think he would be able to uh, get off on the ground, which he didn't, but be surprised what you should be surprised what an optimizer will do for ownership you see somebody popping in an optimizer right which Eckler was you knew he was going to be high owned Mm -hmm. at least on the sites that I was talking about um Yahoo is what we're referring to here right 
in this situation because that was only Sunday. They were on the uh, that was the only um, site that had that game. Yeah, he was like the third highest on on Yahoo. Yep. Yep, that felt good. I, I think I remember texting you, uh, is it bad that I'm rooting for a minor injury for Eckler here tonight? <laughs> yeah, to root for an injury. So I said much. minor. I said minor. Minor one week. I'm sure all of his uh, family members appreciate the minor injury. Yeah, nothing serious. Nothing yeah. serious. Um, all right. Uh, any other what, – what about – okay, so now let's talk about the top end guys, obviously. You know, so we, we've got – Value, we've got this. The I mean, that's going to be lineup construction. The value with one of these top end guys. So we've got Kamara, C, uh, Christian McCaffrey, who's just been going absolutely nuts. And with Cam's shoulder problems, just makes a lot of sense when he's such a work. And if you want snaps, Brett, that's your guy right there, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he hasn't come off the field the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So I, I, I'm going to be pretty strong, I think, on Ezekiel uh, Elliott this week. Uh, this so. Cowboys play Eagles and the Eagles defense, especially the defensive line was a line to avoid uh, versus running backs earlier in the year. Uh, but the last four weeks, they've been just getting roasted. Uh, AP had nine carries for 98 yards and a touch. Uh, the week before that, Saquon, 142 total yards, seven catches, two touchdowns. Yeah, that was like that 90 yarder. That was such, that was like such luck. One play. True, and then, and he finished the game with 98 yards. Yeah, right. But, okay, so Kamara and Ingram, and he's, they've, they've faced actually very elite talent here, but Kamara and Ingram, they combined for uh, 211 yards and three touchdowns, and then Zeke four weeks ago uh, got him for 187 yeah. total yards, six catches, and two touchdowns. So I think this is a spot where I go right back to the well at home. Um, it, it, feels, it feels like a, a monster spot where McCaffrey, I would expect to be easily the highest on um, out of these two, but – I think uh, Zeke has the same upside here, uh, and you'll get uh, you'll get him for a lot less ownership. Yeah, but, yeah, but I can agree with this. I was going to go to you next anyway, Jay. Uh, yes, so I, I like Ezekiel Elliott too. One of the main reasons, um, besides obviously, you know, the stats that Brett uh, pointed out about how Philly has been, you know, a, a little easier to run against the last four weeks, but. One of the main reasons that I love is this line for Dallas is starting to really get healthy. They're getting Tyrone Smith back, which a lot of people probably won't even realize, but he should be back playing this week. And that for me is a huge, huge key for this, this offensive line. I mean, he's one of the best offensive linemen in the league. Um, definitely a very important guy uh, for Dallas. And I think, that along with the fact that Zeke already ripped this team up in Philly a couple weeks ago, and they've been getting gashed since. Um, It's just, it seems like a a really good play again, just to go, go back to it. McCaffrey's going to be high owned. You know, everyone's going to go there. Um, Kamara and Barkley, I think are also good plays. I would lean Kamara if I had to choose between the two. But I still think Barkley's a good play too. I think Barkley comes in as the fourth highest out of or the lowest out of those four um, to me in ownership. I, I like Zeke a lot. Um, I just like his passing work. I, I like everything, like the the threat of Amari Cooper. The fact has now made this offense. You know, it's it's helped uh, Gallup. He's starting to come on a little bit last week. Um, so they have like the the passing threat now that 
should just help here. And also, like you guys said, the Eagles' defense is just leaking production now because it starts with their terrible secondary, but that just leaks all the way to, you know, they, they have to cover up a lot of stuff and it en- ends up leaving a lot of holes. And plus you get Zeke's passing work. So there's just a lot of upside. So I totally agree with your take, um, Brett, that uh, he's got a really a lot of upside closest. One that I wanted to mention too, uh, to like obviously the listeners and you guys is uh, just like an, another ownership uh, thing that I've been using quite a bit is right from Roto-Grounders. It's called Fanshare. Um, and they have like a uh, Fanshare buzz score. And then they also yeah. have a Fanshare sentiment rating. And I really like this because what it does is like the buzz score, it mainly is just tracking uh, the mentions like on Twitter. And I don't know it, I don't yeah, know. It, 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 it scours all of like the yeah. sites and it looks for mentions and articles. And But I feel like that's way more accurate than like just trusting one person or a site's like, you know, percentage own. Um, I've been kind of utilizing that for sure on Sundays when I'm building uh, tournament lineups. So um, I would look at that like uh, between the sentiment ratings and the buzz scores. Uh, that, that feels like very, very uh, a lot, a lot more accurate than some of the, um, uh, ownership uh, ratings that I've been using before. Uh, I disagree. I think Jamino is just the best thing ever. Hundred percent on every. He's a hundred percent accurate. He's got an R squared of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is tough though, man. Like, I mean, once news drops, to be able to get to that and for you to like, you know, to get the exact ownerships properly. Like, I mean, it's it's tough when it's one person, man, in the ship. So, all right. So what about Saquon? Yeah. This week, I feel like I'm going to be uh, lighter on that, That's the guy who's going to be lower owned. That's it. I said it. He's going to be the, the lowest owned out of those high price guys. I think that's a great tournament pivot. Um, he's just honestly like pure running back talent. Like he's like one of, you know, probably the two best running backs in the league. Just from a pure talent perspective, uh, the other I, I think it'd probably be him and. I don't know, Elliot, probably. David Johnson, man, still up there. No, stop it, David Johnson. No way. So good. He's so good. He's amazing. If you give him a real line, he'd be good. Give him a real anything, coach. No. Yes. All right, go on. Take David Johnson over over both those guys. Um, I mean Saquon, I, I would have rated super high. I mean, either one or two, but uh to me, David Johnson's right there. Um you know, we, we can see, like, how much just game flow offense um, matters. You know, coaching, uh, just play calling matters. Uh, I mean, nothing better than looking at Todd Gurley, you know, his career. Like, just when dealing with a Jeff Fisher versus, you know, what he has now around him. It's just- I, I made those – I was so high. On, I, had, I drafted uh- – Gurley and season season long everywhere last season and I had so many arguments with friends about like that he's everyone because it was the big in vogue thing to say that Tom Todd Gurley is terrible he's awful at football but I was like you gave him no he had Jeff Fisher no quarterback and a horrible offensive line and stacked boxes and like you're just gonna write him off this guy is super athletic um, talented and whatever I end up right I don't smart. act like I'm a scout I just look yeah. at like, you know, everything, you know, together as a whole, right? You just take a step back and you can see, like, how much uh, David Johnson has working against, you know? He, you, yeah, you exactly. Know, but, Barkley, but, 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 
it's still is like the same thing though. I mean, the, the boxes are stacked for him. Eli Manning can't throw worth a damn. But he's he, kept, getting, he got worked in like uh, catching the ball right from the get go. Like he, the, he breaks huge plays, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He's not like a, a yard per carry guy. I mean, okay, the second no, week, but I'm saying like twenty targets. Perspective, it's the targets with him. Talented guy. No, I'm just saying from a talent perspective, he is the most talented guy. I, I think he is the most talented. All right, let's talk about – so, yes, he's so talented that we're going to want to play him this week. Right? Did you see him jump over that defender, though, last week? That was yes. that was one of the most athletic yes. I've ever seen on the floor. All right, I'm going to throw out a couple of flyer plays here, and you guys tell me if you like him or hate him. Um, I like uh, Sony Michelle this week. I think this is finally a Sony Michelle game when everyone is, like, thinking that this total crowded – backfield with Burkhead and and he hasn't looked great recently whatever but I think this is the game where it's just going to happen for him I also like Kenyon Drake on the other side um I yeah but he's your boy with with Tannehill he's their most targeted receiver period and like this is they're going to be down in this game even though New England struggles in Miami there's that narrative but I, I don't think it'll be that big of a problem this week um and then um who else did I like? I got to remember here. Uh, I can't remember the last one. But uh, I want your thoughts Phillip on Nick. Lindsay, I, of course I like him. But um, okay. Nick Chubb is going to be low-owned. Do we like him or hate him? It's a tough matchup against Caroline's run D. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't have much love because I think at that price point, I'm, I'm going to want to go with uh, Phil Lindsay again. Now – I assume Philip Lindsay at that price point will be somewhat chalkier just because of his uh, week last week. But I think I'm pretty confident um, that Denver can go into San Fran here um, and at least look pretty good versus that San Fran offense. So I'll tell you, I just remembered who I'm playing. I'm playing LaShawn McCoy. Oh, yeah. I knew that was it. I didn't want to say anything. Did you, well, do you like it or hate it? How would you know? I never like McCoy. Because, because... No, you brought him up last week, right? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I, um, I had a buddy call me up today, and he was talking to me about how Lashawn McCoy, he's he, he he loves him this week, and he was just saying how he, whenever he uh, the Bills are like favored, he has good games. It's like a. a a couple times a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're at home. They're at home against the Jets defense. That's just done. Twice a year. I was like <laughs> twice a year. He plays the Jets and like one other terrible team, like Miami and Buffalo. And the Jets team is done. It's just over. They've rolled over. Yeah, but so, he didn't. He didn't do anything against Miami, and Miami's run these trash. Yeah, but three weeks ago in New York, he wasn't, he wasn't at home. Twenty. Uh, so. Two we- or th- was it three weeks ago in New York? Twenty six carries, one hundred thirteen yards, and two touchdowns. So, um, so he's gonna double that. Yeah, that's a lot of touches. Like that's a that's. I like Sony. Two games. I like the Sony Michelle call. That's- he's only had two games where he went over eighteen uh, uh, touches or eighteen carries this year. So he's had eighteen to nineteen touches the last two games. Right. So 18, he's only gone uh, twice over, I should say, 17. Josh Allen is starting to open up this offense a little bit. Maybe this will alleviate some of the pressure. They work with him in the passing game. So he's at home. Jets have rolled over. I think this is the week you finally play LaShawn McCoy. And uh, make oh, make gosh. sure I remember that, you guys. Right. So, like, even if you guys don't agree, just – How haven't we talked about David, David Johnson this week? Because like, no one's playing David Johnson this week. 
What? Really? Nobody's playing David Johnson this week. I think I think David Johnson. David Johnson. So, like, when you brought up Nick Chubb, I think I think David Johnson would be more of the. Um, oh yeah, Johnson. They, they're playing the Lions. I wasn't. I haven't even gotten to it yet. He's gonna smash absolutely. And, Snacks, guys. Snacks. And the big thing too is uh, yeah, but in the passing game. Yeah, yeah it's Larry Fitzgerald is gonna, and that that's the play that John's gonna like in this game. Larry against uh, um, Nevin Lawson. Yep. In the slot, Larry Fitz. Yep. You got it. Yeah, their rook got, got hurt last week, right? So they moved into the slot. Yeah, it's not bad. Like I, I they have nothing. Uh, the like no healthy people uh, left. Like for receivers, I mean it's Fitzgerald and then a bunch of. You still got JJ Nelson there, Trench Sherfield, a uh, Chad Williams, and then they still have Ricky Seals Jones. So I don't know. Um, it just feels like a spot where DJ is going to be their offense big time, but it is at home. So I don't mind uh, grabbing a little Fitzy shares. Cause I feel like the home crowd there, like he's always, he's always going to score a red zone touchdown at home. Yeah. I, I love Larry Fitz this week. I, I can see David Johnson, I guess now that with like the Kirk injury and maybe I'm sure they'll try and design some passing plays for him. I, I don't think he's going to have any success running the ball, though. So what's what's, what's Larry's success? What's like Larry Fitzy's uh, like ceiling uh, in a game like this? Like what's what's like the highest thing that he could possibly two, tu- two touchdowns? Yeah, two touchdowns. Bunch of targets. One game over hundred. So high game, twelve targets, high uh, yards, one hundred two. So. Um, so that's a good segue for wide receivers. Uh, the guy at the top there, Keenan Allen, went ballistic against the the Steelers, um, who was covering them the linebacker linebackers. But uh, another phenomenal matchup against the uh, Bengals. Um, are you guys on? You guys have to have some interest there, no? Yeah, for sure. Like if if Melvin Gordon's not back, which I don't think he will be back, I think they lean on their pass game until this game's somewhat out of hand. Um, Obviously, I brought up the Justin Jackson play. Uh, I think I think they can obviously milk the game with like their running backs, but uh, these are unproven running backs. So I, I think until the game's uh, over, they're just going to keep on passing. We've seen how efficient they are passing the ball. Um, like you said, Kirk, uh, that Philip Rivers. I mean, he's he's had he had a game that he uh, was twenty eight of twenty nine two weeks ago versus Cardinals. I think it's something similar where. Uh, they they can almost you know pass uh, sh- you know with their short uh, short game instead of running the ball here. So um, yeah, I love I love Keenan Allen. Yeah, um, I I like Keenan Allen too. I I more like Keenan Allen though when you know no no one's on it and everyone doesn't love Keenan Allen. Yeah, he's gonna be so chalky this week. Um, he got 19 targets last game. And, and he only had 39 – I'm not saying only, like 39. He had 19 targets. He had 148 yards, a touchdown, and 39 fantasy points. Is he getting 19 targets again? Probably not. They'll probably pepper him. He'll probably get 10, 10 or 12 targets, but not 19. Um, but it's still a good matchup. It's a great spot. I just think that um, I'll have him on some lineups, but I'm going to be lower than the field for sure. And I, it's just – it's a pivot spot for me. I, there's so many other guys that I'm just going to pivot towards, like Julio Jones and Tyree Kill and um, 
uh, Michael Thomas, Devontae, like all those guys in that price. I'm just going to pivot. People are going to just go up to Keenan. I'm, I'm going to go up a little higher and, and grab some of these guys that will be lower owned. Lower owned. Yeah, Julio is definitely going to be lower owned. Michael Thomas, yep. I don't think not so much. Um, Tyreek but, uh, will be. Tyreek will be. Yep. Now, I'm telling you, the play is Juju. Yeah, there's another one. Anybody on board there? Yeah, I'm, I'm more on team Juju over Antonio Brown. It's just what, what Juju is doing with his targets versus Antonio Brown, it's like you can see the torch being passed here. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm all about uh, Juju for sure. I, I really like just stacking the, the, the India at Houston game. I mean, T.Y. Hilton um, and Hopkins, I would assume, is going to be uh, popular. But, you know, T.Y. Hilton in turf or in a dome uh, – just got to love utilizing his speed. And then Hopkins, I don't know exactly where his ownership will be. If you think Keenan Allen's going to be super chalk, but um, it's a game stack. That's very easy. Um, the Colts, the Colts last week, they still had uh, luck at 52 attempts, 16 targets went to Eric Ebron, 13 went to TY. So you know where that ball's going. And uh, the Colts are still the fastest team in pace. And uh, both defenses in that game uh, stuff the run. So Houston's number four DVOA versus the run, whereas Indy's number two DVOA versus the run. So, um, and they're very uh, average to below average versus the pass. So um, that's a spot where I think there's going to be a lot more play uh, or a lot more pa- uh, the pass to run ratio should be high. So it's a game that I definitely want to get a lot of exposure to. Yeah, I, I think too, if you wanted to get contrarian or different, um, I don't know if I'm 100% on board with the fact that, it, you know, the torch is being passed and Juju over Antonio. I'd probably still go Antonio, but I think the way to be different here is to stack them both together with Roethlisberger. You know, everyone's going to place, you know, Samuels in a stack with one of these guys, I think. So uh, just differentiate, right? Like it's it, – it's simple. For tournaments, you want to look to do what others won't. And most people are not going to take, you know, two 8-plus-K players at wide receiver on the same team plus a $6,600 quarterback on DraftKings and pair them up. You know, it just doesn't – like it, most people are going to take the cheap running back, take the QB, and take one of – choose one of those two guys. So the way to, you know, to leverage that is to take them both and just hope that all the touchdowns go to these two guys. And, and, and it could easily happen. And who, who, who leads all wide receivers in red zone targets? Is it Juju? It's Juju. Is it Juju? Yep. Okay, who's had 13 targets in the last three games? Antonio Brown. No, yeah. So I, So honestly, though, both these guys could end up Smashing. Yep. Easily. Yeah, it's it's the Raiders, and so could uh, Vance McDonald. Um, if yeah, he, if, if he channels his inner uh, Kelsey. Yeah, I, I think this week too. I mean, there are a lot of good tight end plays. Um, I have a lot queued up this week uh, in comparison to the weeks past, where I felt like I was choosing between three or four tight ends. Um, in prior weeks. Hold, hold that thought. I want to finish one wide receiver. I just sure. wanted John's thoughts on um, Josh Gordon, Xavier and Howard out probably. 
Yeah, so, um, yeah, he's, he looks like he's going to be out. I like Josh Gordon, but I think this matchup, the Patriots hand the ball off to Sony Michelle 20-plus yeah, times. That's what I think, um, too. I also think that uh, Gronk will be more involved this week. So, um, I'll just get into it now because, you know, we're tight ends coming up anyways, but – so I know he's full. He's fully healthy. He's healed up from the back, um, the back injury, the ankle injury that's been kind of hampering him the last you know couple weeks. Uh, he's got a thigh bruise. That's why he was on the injury report on Wednesday, even though it said back and whatever. But um, he's totally fine now. He's off the injury report. Um, he, for for me this week. He's never been as cheap as he's been on DraftKings. I think he's 4800 That's the cheapest he's been at since I've been playing uh, fantasy sports, I think. So, um, for me, I think this is a spot where I'd much rather have him over Gordon. A, no one's going there. But B, also, I think that Gronkowski, the Patriots are going to run, run, play action, and I think – the you know, the middle of the field is going to be open for this guy on those play-action plays. I think they're, they're going to look right to him. I think he's going to be a little healthier. He looked really slow last game. Just looked like he didn't have any Stiff gas. as a board. Yeah, he, he, he looked tired to me, honestly. And that was, like, one of the things that I heard, which was he, he actually felt tired going into the game. Like, before the game even started, he felt tired from, you know, whatever the that week so i don't know if that's a hundred percent true that's what i heard um but either way i feel like this week he's going to go into it he's going to make sure they're going to make sure the team makes sure he's not tired he's going to be fully healthy um i think it's a good play i think it's a low ownership play no one's going to go there kelsey's going to be 30%. 30%. You got Kittle in a plus matchup. Zach Ertz is a really good play. He, I think he had like 42 against Dallas last time. And then Ebron's still Ebron's there. Ebron's a phenomenal you know, this week. Phenomenal. So, yeah. but, so but, no one is going to Gronk. Everyone's and, uh, paying up. I, uh, I, I would yeah. say nobody, just because of the price point. No, nobody. Yeah, 40, under 5K, it starts looking tempting. Like, even I, I'm like a hater on Gronk this season. I think he's there for blocking purposes at this point, and then they'll roll him out in the playoffs. They'll just ruin him, and that'll be the end. This will be his last season. Um, he's but, Yeah, he's, he's cooked. But, um, and he, you know, whatever, he gave it his all. But uh, I cut Brett off. You, who, what were you saying about tight ends? Um, I mean, there's – there's just a lot of tight ends. Like I feel like you have the two elite guys, right? Kelsey and Ertz. Um, and they will take ownership away from each other, but I expect those two to be the highest owned on the slate. Um, but then like if you're going cheap, I, I still, I like Cameron Bray, uh just because if Tampa Bay is going to keep this game close, uh, he's still been getting like plenty of red zone work. And that's, that's really what his role is. He got two tar. He's, he's been targeting the red zone last four weeks. Um, so, I mean, at this price point, you're just like hoping for obviously, uh, a touchdown more than anything else. Um, and then Ian Thomas, uh, steps into a role, uh, the Greg Olson role, uh, he had 53 out of 70 snaps and Greg Olson isn't going to be playing. Uh, and at 2,700, I think this is a spot where, uh, we could see quite a bit. And Ian Thomas is actually a pretty decent athlete. So, uh, 
I don't, I don't hate this going up against Cleveland, which Cleveland's been very susceptible versus tight ends all year. What's yeah. the, what's his ceiling rate? Well, he's the, the thing is the Saints have allowed one touchdown all season to. Tight. Yeah, what? Yeah, that too. But like, what? What is he? Uh, you know, six target, three catch. You know, one touchdown for 30, 40 yards. Like it's, it's like twelve points. Yeah, he hasn't, uh, he hasn't showed much of a ceiling at all this week, yeah. or this year. It's it's more or less like just trying to find a, a spot where I expect him to get red zone targets. Uh, he's got so, he's got red but zone. Why not for a thousand or thirteen hundred more? Just take Ronk, who's got the right. same type of red zone look. Why not? Why not just take Ebron and get all those targets? Yeah, or take Ebron. I'd like I, or, I and or take is, and Joku and hope for the matchup. This because is not even on you're already dealing with 5,700. So, I mean, this is one of those weeks where I don't understand paying down at tight end. It makes zero sense to me. Like, I get it when there are weeks where you're looking for value and you use the tight end position as a value. There are way too many really good plays, especially at the top. Kittle, Ebron, Ertz, Kelsey, and I'm going to put Gronk in there too as the fifth guy. But they're all in plus matchups. I don't and, and throw Vance McDonald and Njoku and Njoku in, 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 in there, and then you've got like that. I think I don't need to get crazy. Like I think those yeah, are. Like, I, I think that's it. This is the first week where it's not like it's not like so chalky that you're like, oh, I got to swallow forty percent Ebron chalk. Of course you fade there. Put Ebron up yeah. to where he should be. Like we're gonna have like a bunch of spread out like decent play. It's just gonna be like pick your pick your favorite ones here and you don't have to get cute maybe like lacoste now with like if you want to get cute at like a low ownership really cheap guy maybe jimmy graham gets a boost with like aaron Rodgers. he got a bunch of targets last week i think even like kittle kittle's gotten 32 targets 21 catches the last three weeks so i mean at 5500 uh that just seems like a really cheap for ownership wise this is a week where you want to get contrary and play two tight ends play two two top Top uh, price tight ends. I thought that was totally in play last week with Kelsey and Ebron. Um, but yeah, it's better from an ownership perspective this week. Um, all right, uh, give give me uh, your favorite game. We each one of you just give me your favorite game. Uh, for for me, it's going to be Indy at Houston. Uh, Indianapolis got shut out last week uh, at Jacksonville, um, so I don't know if people will be on that. Um, obviously. Uh, Luck didn't have any touchdowns, but we know uh, that uh, these defenses stop the run, and uh, Indy Indy is still the fastest team pace wise. So I expect a lot, lot more plays. Um, really like more of the Houston side of things uh, here, with like just comboing up uh, Hopkins and Watson here, and then bringing it back with like a Ty. Just feel very safe about this game going off. Yeah, yeah, you can know uh, this game. I mean, it's like you're right. Like this game, like you should be able to. You should know where the production's coming from. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, so I mean, my my game. I'm. I love the Chiefs game. I love the Chiefs every week. Every week when people see a matchup that they don't like, they see that that red that that DVOA that you know opponent rank, you know defense. It doesn't matter. Pat Mahomes is is that good. This team is that good. Um, I think they're going to have to throw the ball. They're going to have no success with running the ball um, on the ground. This just sets up for Mahomes to sling it. They're at home. 
Um, you know, hopefully Baltimore can, you know, score some points too to like keep this game going. That's, that's, you know, honestly my only worry. I, I, I really do believe that Casey can score against this team at home. Uh, one, one thing that I just want to discuss with you guys too, is just the wide receivers in Denver uh, with no Emmanuel Sanders this week. Um, Sutton should be the chalk uh, again. I think he was the t- chalk, what, three weeks ago uh, when he burst onto the scene after uh, the trade there. Um, but I think Deshaun Hamilton is very interesting uh, at the bare minute at 3K. Um, I remember him from college football DFS days uh, at Penn State. Uh, this, guy's, this guy's definitely got an athletic profile. Um, I'd be okay with rolling him out there. I've seen enough of Cortland Sutton to know that, hey, like – if he's getting wide receiver one treatment, then I don't mind having Deshaun Hamilton um, here. So do you guys, do you guys have any preference there? Um, what are you thinking there? Yeah. I, I like Philip Lindsay. <laughs> okay. So you're not even going to mess around with what the wide I don't, I'm not there yet. I'll look, now that you've like, I'm, I'm worried about Cortland Sutton, like you said, getting that. Uh, wide receiver one treatment and I just don't expect them to be very I just think that Keenum is awful and um, it's in San Francisco I think this game's gonna be kind of gross I think they should they should be able to run on them and Lindsay's explosive so I don't know it just it just doesn't appeal to me yet but I'll definitely look more at it I was thinking Lacoste if anyone yeah, does, does Sherman move around or he stays on his side, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's always stayed on his side. Like I have, I have a uh, Sutton getting that a with Witherspoon who's been really bad. Yeah. And then Deshaun Hamilton will get Quan Williams. Um, so that's, and, and both of those corners are, are definitely beatable. So Sherman, who's like, who's getting Sherman? Uh, let me see here. And they'll also and move – Sutton, will get, Sutton will get some slot time now too. Like they'll use him like a manual maybe for some. So I have like uh, him getting Tim Patrick. Um, but, yeah, he's – 80% of the time he's lined up on the right-hand side of the field. Right. So whoever's, whoever's on that side, I mean, they can probably throw any of the outside wide receivers there. So, um, but who's going to run in the slot? Uh, I have Deshaun Hamilton running most uh, – 60% of the routes run this year are in the slot, whereas Sutton's been on the outside. Into they'll that. give some – they'll move Sutton into some. I bet yeah, you. not a high percentage on the year, about 25% for Sutton. Yeah, but Emmanuel Sanders was there. Correct. As of, as of He'll now, take like that Emmanuel like Sanders a, slot playing role. Right, but as of now, I think it's 3K. You know, if you need a punt wide receiver, I guess it's not – the worst option. I don't know if I'm going to go there. I, I, I'm with Chris where I love Philip Lindsay and, and Keenum's not that great. So that does scare me a little bit. He sucks. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Well, we still have to realize that Phil Lindsay is not a workhorse running back. He's not a guy that's going to get you 20 carries. He's so that still, good. He's just but explosive. He's but they're still going to have to pass the ball quite a bit. And you're dealing with a Denver uh, offense uh, that gets a really susceptible 49er defense here um their cornerbacks are not good we've been targeting them all year so I think this is a spot where Sutton Deshaun Hamilton I mean I can see I can see them having 12 to 15 targets uh, between those two yeah like I said I don't I don't mind it he's 3k right, right. Min price mm-hmm. yeah he's gonna get 70 snaps 
And the guy wasn't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, all right. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love snaps. <laughs> I love that people put everyone. I just, I just. I you want me to bring up Ralts Run from on? Yeah, I like that too. I like that too. Um, yeah, the guy ran, and no one ever even considered passing him the ball. But hey, opportunity, baby! You gotta yeah. be on the field. You gotta I, be running. You have to be on the field. The guy, yeah. like, we should, you know. Um, all right, I'm gonna obviously like my chalky game here is the Saints Bucks. Like, I always like the Bucks games. Um, I think Kamara is going to smash. He already has. I think. I mean, it's we've got the script. I know it's not in New Orleans, but I think the sneaky the the play that's not going to get enough love is going to be Mike Evans, um, and because he gets Lattimore, but he absolutely abused them already. And the first time that they met this season in Week One, I think it was where he had like close to 150 and a touchdown. Um, yes, the Saints D has been playing much better, but they're also just elite against the run. And if they waste another goddamn play running Peyton Barber, I'm going to lose my mind. This guy sucks. Okay? He's so freaking bad. And Hey, by the way, I'm glad you guys finally bought into the Godwin. Um, I mean, the last two years, so uh, last or this year, he's 24th in yard, yards per route run. And last, uh, last year's 13th in yards per route I, run. I like Godwin. I just didn't expect that. With, when Deshaun's there, I just, they just don't give him any usage. When, when Deshaun right. came out, he became a, a, a lock. It was yeah. like a lock. I, I have no, yeah, I, I'm always believed in his ability. And he was, he's like a great red zone target. He's big. He's, he's gets separation. There's, he's good. Are you guys still on board uh, with him at 4,900? Yeah, absolutely. If Deshaun's yeah, out, fine. definitely. Yeah, and, it looks like and, Deshaun will be out. And Adam Humphreys again, the Humpty Hump. Yeah, I, I like Humphreys. I, I like Humphreys a little more than Godwin this week. I think um, it's a better matchup. I'll fade Bray. I mean, I think it's just easy again. I think we like – and I think Mike Evans is play like – both. Yeah, you can, you can play any yeah. of these guys. Yeah. You just – and because you can run it back with a cheap Saints receiver – or um, easily, or you can run, you know, it takes a little work to get Evans and Kamara in, but you can do it, especially with the $3,700 cheap running backs that we have. Um, and, um, you know, there's cheap plays everywhere. So, like, you can just take whatever pieces of this game you want, and you can figure out a way to make that build. So, and I, of course, if I, I got to make sure I, I throw some Keith Kirkwood in there. I have to. I got to do it for the name. Um. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's my game. I get the family, the fam, you yeah. know, the Kirkwood family. It's the holiday season. Um, anyways, so, all right, are we a wrap here? Any final thoughts? Yeah, I'm good. John, uh, did, you, did you – all right, I want to know, did you cash it out? Or do you leave it in PayPal? Do you leave it on the site? What, what, what do you do when you have a couple hundred thousand and you've already bought a house? And uh, uh, What do you do with it? No, it, it's, it's coming out coming out is it still there as of today yeah as of today yeah you don't it's upgrading the gym he's putting another level on the gym you don't just start like taking on like uh papa gates and and uh <laughs> empire maker and like 10k head-to-heads or anything you know damn no, well that's no, what chris no. would do i would no <laughs> yeah. no i i i do i would i absolutely would only when i'm on tilt though like, yeah. it's, like this it's, the, it's the only thing that I can get. Like, like, cause it's, it's, it's just sitting there waiting for you. You know, it's the 10 K. Please, If you do that, do not roster Giannis. Okay. If you're going to go. Do uh, that, he he Giannis. me so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
I had, so I had the nuts. I had him and Cat. I had Anthony Davis and Cat all day sitting there in my lineup. And then that news breaks. And I had to like take Giannis over Anthony Davis, I thought. And that just, man, that would killed me. He was, oh. he was texting us all day yesterday. Just all night. After, after Giannis just, you know, shits the bed. Like, it's just like, oh, I had the nuts. And then I had to get off of him. I did. Like, it was just like, I had to, like, and especially, like, once I saw his ownership, I thought it was, like, free money with Middleton out. I was like, oh, my God. Like, nobody moved, oh, yeah. you know? It was um, the right time, man. Either. I, I was oh. with you. I played him. I, I, I yeah, no, I changed to Brooke Lopez, to Brolo. Like, uh, like <laughs> must play, bro. I'm like, must play. He's a must play. The worst play. part about it is he does, he does crappy, and they blow out uh, the – you know, Detroit. Yeah, it was. So it's like he doesn't even get his full minutes in. He was so bad, too. Like, he just missed a couple shots. He got scared. Like, he got, like, embarrassed. And then he, like, made a got, – he got hacked, and the refs didn't call it, and he got pissed. And so he made, like, a stupid charge. He was just, like, out of control. Like, he was just, like, not feeling that game whatsoever. Yeah, that charge is absolutely ridiculous. And then his team was, like, crushing without him. So it just didn't matter. And, like – and who well, at least it wasn't like a Rudy Gobert situation where, like, I swear to God, the ref had it out for Rudy today to, like, yank him. I mean, he got two ticky-tack falls, one right on the uh, – just. Well, they, they came out. They came out and they made those comments about yeah. how they, they're, they get no respect and they get no calls. And uh, I, Malloy, that ref the other night, I, I mean, on Doncic, these refs are out of control. It's time to get rid of every freaking NBA ref smack them around and put some guys in who will make be accountable with their calls and not make it all about them. But anyway, I don't know how we got here at this point, but <laughs> I said final thoughts and you guys are talking about Giannis. We got to go back to the days where the refs are betting on games and stuff. I think uh Mangone pulled up in my Roto-Grinders chat log one history one time. It was like, I just mailed my dog's poop to this ref so-and-so or whatever. I was like, this was like from a couple of years ago, like just in a, like a random chat, RG oh, chat. Right. It's pretty funny. But, um, all right, that's a wrap. No more final thoughts. I can't trust you guys with final thoughts. So, um, John, keep crushing it. Uh, you know, please let us crush it a little bit. Killer B, win that 50K from hey, the Yahoo Championship. We, we all won last We all won. Last we all crushed. So, we all right. let's, keep, let's keep the mojo alive. One more, one more week, right? Just one, one week at a time. One week at a time. One week at a time. We got a couple more weeks. Yeah, but let's put let's one week at a time. Let's just win again this weekend. That's all it takes. All right, let's do it. Let's go run run the Jameis deck back with Godwin and Humphreys. There it is. Or or with Mike Evans. Or with Mike Evans for Chris. All right, and uh, that's a wrap. This has been the RG DFS Tournament Takes podcast, and we'll catch you next week.